and welcome to Bears Beyond the Gate, a Bristol Bears podcast made by fans for fans, where four season card holders at Ashton Gate will have the club, the game and all things Bears. Well, we've halted our losing streak, but we are still looking for a league win following the 26-26 draw with Leicester Tigers. Here are our thoughts on the game and those player performances. We also look ahead to the start of the European campaign, discuss another big win for the women's team and comment on the new injury cover arrival. All this and more on this week's show. I'm Tony and I'm joined by Lee, Miles and Pete for a cheeky beer and some rugby banter. Well, gentlemen, it's the four of us again. We're back in our home, which is Lee's studio. Lee, um... Christmas trees looking fine there and uh, not not out of place now. We've actually got to December. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's actually, you know, Miles has had to move it so he can <laughs> squeeze in, but uh, it's all still looking in one place and the star is still on top, Tone. And it is a pleasure to be back in your company again. Yes, yes. And we should say that the boys did a remarkably good job. I think yeah. it was the first 125 <laughs> episodes. It? We've never had just two. And what a two as well. I know. What a pairing. (laughs) What a pairing. So um, we we held it together, P, didn't we? Just about last week. We did a valiant effort. No, you you boys did a great job. I was uh, I was actually on a hike. I think last Sunday in uh, in the Herefordshire countryside. So I mean, you know, it's a squad performance, but uh, our injury cover let us down last week, didn't they, P? Well, that's right. But you know, we did did fast. It was good fun. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Pete, how are you, fella? You are looking slightly (laughs) jaded. Because it was uh, it was a big day for you yeah. yesterday, wasn't it? A session that started at two o'clock. Yeah, it was a bit of a bit of a Leo Sayer yesterday. No, I, I just like to, to point out that it doesn't happen very often. It's a once in a blue moon. But yeah, met met with some lads, friends of mine that I've known in Bristol for a long time. Uh, pre-planned, met in the, the the Bristol Beer Factory tap room at about two. Well, I was there at Ooh. two. They turned <laughs> up about three. Uh, watched the football. They went for a curry. And then got down the gate about seven, a few pints, watched the game. Then me and you went down the rising sun afterwards, Tone, didn't we? Just to tap, tap it off. I got, home about, I got home about half twelve, did the classic, no water, had some toast. Straight to bed. Straight to bed. <laughs> and then uh, I think I might have even had a cheeky little vomit in the middle of the night. Oh, nice. <laughs> amateur hour, uh, this is, uh, isn't it? Yeah, it really was amateur. Uh, and then he woke up this morning and I couldn't remember anything about the game at all. <laughs> so I had to rewatch. Luckily, I'd taped it. I had to rewatch it this morning. There was a bonus. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I did hear a rumour that uh, you were uh, down at the brewery tap, you were buying drinks for anybody that was sitting wow. in the vicinity but for a, an ulterior motive well to be honest it's different you know, down there it's quite small as some people will know and you can't reserve a table and I had uh, there was eight of us coming from different directions so I went down there early to try and nab a table and I managed to get a kind of six and then I got some texts from my mate saying oh make sure there's a table you know use you don't know, make sure there's an eight for us like, use your connections yeah but yeah but it's like <laughs> they're for a three o'clock to watch the football and this was at quarter to three they're saying make sure the table's ready anyway cut a long story short these two guys sat at the end and they were on a pub crawl and they were just about to go and I said please I could really do that space can I buy you a pint each just so you can stay here for a little bit longer and then when my mates turn up you can go of course they, they were very happy to oblige so when uh, when my mates turned up in, the, in a really busy tap room there was this table of eight ready for them to sit right in front of the telly there we well, go. Are we are we gonna are, are we gonna 
mention what where Miles headed off to after the game now. <laughs> well, M- Miles is here, so Miles. I think this is the first time in all all, all the um, the years we've been going to to Ashton Gate to watch the Bristol Bears that you left early. Left early um, and was even turning down beers. Now, I hope you had a blimming good reason why you were doing that. Yeah, I mean, I did a leave. Yeah, I know, I know. I was, uh, look, my plan was I had a works Christmas due, forgot it clashed with the rugby, and was trying to juggle leaving a little bit early, assuming that we may be down to Leicester by quite some way by half time, and I just get a voy into town. Alas, that didn't happen, and I was on the steps literally till the 82nd minute, uh, still watching AJ begin to because I just couldn't leave. It was desperate. Anyway, you missed the kick, sprinted out, got a voice scooter into town, great party, um, in a crypt. It was, <laughs> it was a little bit odd. I was literally partying with dead people. And that, and that didn't include the guys that I was with in the party. I'd say that was a normal Saturday yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh. It was a great night, actually, in a church at the bottom of St Michael's Hill. Great venue. It was a live band there. Had a few more sherbets and then uh, had to walk, walk home at about half past 12. But it was worth it. But, yeah, I, I actually saw the whole match. I, yeah. I don't know. We were dropping the Jaeger bombs yeah. down oh, in the rising yeah. sun, weren't we? Then I'd forgotten about, about that. that. Well. Yeah, it comes to something when I'm uh, I'm the first one in bed on, <laughs> yeah. on a Saturday night, doesn't it? That's never happened. Oh, all all tucked up. Right. Well, let's talk about the game. Uh, Saturday, the third of December. Bristol twenty-six, Leicester Tigers twenty-six. Um, maybe if I come to you, Lee, when you saw the the uh, team sheet come out. Uh, on Friday, your thoughts? Yeah, I, I thought it was as strong as we could uh, as we could have. Um, I was slightly worried when I saw the Tigers team as well because I thought that was pretty much their A team, wasn't it? Um, and then I thought, obviously, you know, Bradbury being out, that's a, a massive loss for us, a massive ball carrier. Um, but he and I thought he stepped in well, and he's he, he has done that, hasn't he? He's covered six, seven, and eight for yeah. us. Um, and and obviously we had the return of, of Semi. Yeah. And um and what an explosive return it was, wasn't it? Well it didn't take him long, did it, Miles, to uh, get on the uh, get on the score sheet, I think. Was it about four minutes in? Yeah, I think so, four minutes in. He sort of powered over in the corner, didn't he? And I think um I don't know, it was hard for us to see, wasn't it, in the Dolman, uh, if he'd scored or not, but I think it went to the TMO, a judge to have gone over uh, and I thought, and, and what a return on your, on your return from injury at four minutes, smashing over for a try. Got to mention um, that line by Sam Lewis as well, because that was a hell of a line inside, wasn't it, to mm, give yeah. Randranda the, the chance to, to go over. Absolutely. Yeah, so, and I've got to say, I, I, I watched the, the highlights again, he did incredibly well to actually ground the ball, didn't mm, he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It looked like when he when he got tackled, I mean, the ball was kind of in his arm, but in the air. Yeah, and actually to to just about wiggle round as the Leicester bodies came piling in, it was. Uh, well, he's a big strong lad. He's a big unit. He, he is a big strong lad and uh, looking looking fit as well. Um, so five nil up, all looking good, Pete. Um, Leicester pop over a couple of penalties, Freddie Burns. Um, but then uh, Mr Piertown scores a, uh, a lovely try and uh, all of a sudden we're uh, 12-6 up. Yeah, this was a this was a lovely try and, and we'll talk about this later, but this is the frustration with us, isn't it? We can still p- produce some unbelievable rugby. Mm. 
I just can't seem to do it on a consistent basis. But it was, I think it was a bit of an innovative one, wasn't it? it was, if I remember rightly, it was a line-out right over the back. Heenan, yeah. yep. Heenan on the run, mm. pops it inside to Ibitoi or someone who carries a bit. And then it went out quick and Genji did some amazing little round-the-back flick to Sheedy. Yeah. And then Sheedy did what we, like any rugby fan or rugby coach, is just crying out for put the ball in front of the runner. Yeah. So And it was a beautiful pass. He, he went over the top and, and it Pierre Towers at full blast and it just landed in front of him. No, so he could just accelerate. And I think Diego Bailey must have thought he was going to be there, wasn't he? Because <laughs> uh, he could see, hang on, draw the man, draw the man, pop to me in the corner. But Pierre Towers did what a proper pro does, sold the dummy to the winger straight over. And, uh, well, it was a great try. It was, it was I mean, sometimes... Whatever the result is, it's nice to think that you actually saw. That's why something yeah. like that. That's why yeah, we go down. Yeah. And seeing that was was great. And at times we did open them up quite a lot. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And it was good. Yeah, cool. I'm sorry about the the, the nuts rustling <laughs> in the background. We got on. You described these as your kryptonite, didn't you? Lee? They are. They're, Once they're, you start, they're, that's it. Isn't yeah, it? they're the dry roasted KP uh, nuts, and they are so Moorish, aren't they? Mm. So, I, I, I've just left them in front of you, you three, so I, I can't touch them. Basically, okay, fair right? Enough. Okay, hands off his nuts. <laughs> okay, um, and it all looked goodly. I was thinking at that point, actually, is this the game where it's it's clicked? Are we going to get back to yeah. to winning ways? And then we had the semi-incident with Freddie Burns. Um, now, I've looked at it again, so I'll hold my thoughts. But live, what were your thoughts? Yeah, when, when we were watching it live, we thought, well, uh, it, it was reckless, but I don't think it was... It didn't look quite as bad. And I hate to say this now, but I did... Last night, I did say well, Burns is... It did look like he was play-acting a little mm. bit. He'd gone down like a footballer. And... Um, but watching it back today, I have to hold my hands up and say it it was very reckless. And, I mean, potential a, a red card with mitigating, mitigating circumstances brought down to a yellow. And, and I think it was there was absolutely no way that we can uh, we can stick up for semi on that one. Do, do you think Burns did play it a little bit? Because I think he did jump to his feet. He did have a little... Played dead for delayed reaction, ten yeah. fifteen seconds, but then he shot up, didn't he? He did, but then you know, you imagine one of us taking a a semi round rounder shoulder to yeah, the to yeah. the head. I think mm. the thing is that the, the, we, at the time we couldn't really see it because we all thought it was soft, didn't we? But we did. in hindsight, he definitely gave was contact. Yeah. It was contact. So, it hit him on the back and then rolled yeah. up, didn't it? I, it I was, but, but it was rec- I mean, what was semi? It was a reckless challenge. He was going in. It, it kind of remind, reminded me of Siva. Yeah, actually. Right, it was the type yeah. of exactly. challenge we've in, seen from Siva a few times. And, yeah, and you know, it's it's a split second decision about is it worth doing that? I mean, I know why he did it. You know, he's probably thinking man and ball. Mm. You know, we can get a turnover and then loose ball, but. I don't know. I think it, every time I've watched it since, it's got worse. Yeah, I, I don't think yeah. we could have any arguments in in hindsight. I, no. I, I might have been a bit harsh with my uh, <laughs> halftime tweet, which I think was um, get out, Fred. Well, oh, no, Freddie, well, you're softy. No, it, it was uh, Bears twelve. 
Craig Maxwell. Yeah, I did see that. So, oh, we um, did get told off by Louise in front of us as well, didn't we? We did, yeah. Uh, we got caught we, up in the emotion, didn't we? Yeah, yeah we absolutely. We're emotional guys, aren't I we? I know. Especially when you've had about seven pints of milk stout <laughs> as well. And it's an emotional game. Yeah. It is, yeah. Um, and then it all crumbled a bit, didn't it, Miles? Um, uh, yeah. Sammy goes off. Uh, Freddie Burns, who was jumping around looking fairly happy then someone did say well actually if you've had a knock to the head you've got to go for a head injury assessment so he had to trot off Um, but then we conceded what in the space of about 10 minutes three tries yeah sadly I mean that that that, that was sort of yeah Semi was off for 10 minutes and they um, actually whilst he was off they scored Two excellent tries, didn't they? One within, one, within a minute, wasn't one it? One within a minute, uh, 29 minutes, yeah. And the second one, I'm afraid they just ran through our line, didn't they? Ran through the backs because there was an overlap. Fairly easy try at the end, lacking in numbers. Yeah, so not only did, um, you know, we didn't have a player for 10 minutes, two tries from, from Leicester and... That was our downfall, really. It, um, it crumbled like a mince pie, didn't uh, it, Miles? Absolutely, after well, that point. One of those flaky kind of shortbread. Yeah, one of those sort of short, yeah, short cheap bread ones. Yeah. You wouldn't go back and buy again with a cheap yeah. mincemeat in I the think, middle. I think going the first one, the Dan Kelly try, because I looked at this again this morning, and, I mean, he, he, he bundled through a couple of tackles, but it was, again, it was... I think Will Port was one of them. He went high on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. And, yeah. and he basically got pushed... It's like, what's wrong with old school... Get, get down, low. round the waist, yeah. and then you know, get yeah. chop him down, and then you know somebody else can come in and try and get the turnover. And it's, it's like this obsession. It seems we're trying to get hold of the ball, but he was about. I mean, Kelly played well to be fair, players, didn't he? But if he hasn't got his if feet, go, if his feet aren't attached yeah. to the ground, then you go he round, can't do anything. Go around his round his thighs, pull his legs together, and, and pull him to the ground. He ain't going to score, is yeah, he? It was no. just. I was disappointed. Then it was compounded by the fact that then Chris Ashton. Mm. Oh, scored the other one. I mean, mm. you know, Mr. Hubris. Yeah. <laughs> Although to be fair to him, scored a lot of tries. I'll take it. Yeah. And then, and then, of course, I think the last immediately. I think it was like 30, 36, 38, and it was the old, the commentators uh, loving Julian Montoya because they love saying <laughs> Do they? Montoya, don't they? So he scored as well. Yeah. So we go in uh, half time. Um, Having played, I think, the first 20 minutes, some decent rugby, yeah, yeah. Looked, looked, looked good. Uh, 23-12 down. I've got to say, what's, what was the their replacement head injury fly half? Atkinson. Oh, Atkinson. Charlie Atkinson. I mean, it was a couple of shocking conversions, and actually that did come back to haunt them, didn't it? Yeah. Um, but we, we were quite lucky not to be further oh. behind. Uh, half-time whistle, and uh, I certainly had to wet my whistle because it had been a... <laughs> Quite a few pints in, so I missed the start of the first half, Lee. But mm. uh, it was the Dan Thomas incident, which yeah. you, you all described to me. But it was only when I've I've what? seen it now today that uh, I've, I've got the full appreciation. Well, first of all, I want to say, I mean, people were having a having a dig at Dan Thomas, you know, on social media. And I've got to say, well, he created the opportunity for himself anyway with the charge down. He did, yeah. So, you know, if he wasn't there in the first place, that wouldn't and have he, happened. And he kept it alive. He kept Marked it alive. back up to a runner. I, it mean, was, yeah. it, I mean, it, but it was bizarre as we were watching it because we thought we were just going to run it underneath the post and, and it just looked like something <laughs> shot in. It's like his, <laughs> his knees buckled. His, they did. It was, you know, proper, it was old school buckling. <laughs> and he couldn't even use the, uh, the poor surface. <laughs> 
excuse could he? Yeah. I know, and it was one of those, you, you had to chuckle to yourself, really, because, like, you know, even being Baron supporters, it was like, what the hell just happened there? Well, it was like, it was like, um, <laughs> like Pete's, Pete's knees buckling after that Jaeger ball. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, uh, but, yeah, and then, obviously, then... Ibatoye there was screaming for it, wasn't he? Yeah, and he was in acres and acres of space, yeah. and that must have been really frustrating. And then, to compound the frustration, Diego Bailey, with his feet in touch, uh, you know, for, for the, the score after that so we had two opportunities really good opportunities there to get ourselves right back in the game right at the start of the second half yeah uh, Burns I think then about uh, 60 minutes in popped a penalty to make it 12-26 things weren't looking great there were they Miles but uh, then Mr Cashpoint himself Brian Byrne uh, burrowed over for uh, for a try absolutely yeah quality there at 64 minutes wasn't it I mean at that point I had my voice scooter booked into City Centre just to be with you. 26 12 down. I thought this is only going one way this game. Leicester starting to pick up pace. Their quality started to shine through with all their internationals. But fair play, old, uh, old Brian Ossuas pop, you know, scored a great try. And slowly, that's, that's only Bristol can do, uh, we started to creep back up the scoreboard. But it was a little bit worrying, wasn't it? Because there was a bit of uncertainty in the stadium. Had the try been given? Because Craig Maxwell Keys wanted to have a look at the old TV he game, did, didn't yeah. he? And we were thinking, what, 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 what's this about? Mm. And then we saw, uh, what's it, Dick Van Wyke, or whatever it's called. <laughs> Dick Van um, that, uh, that challenge on Genge, which, Ooh. you know, no mitigation for that. No. That was a red. No. It was, it was stupid as well, wasn't it? I mean, no. Of all the players to target, oh, Genge isn't the one, is he? No, no. no. Um, but it was worrying at that time because we were thinking, is it is it someone you know? Is it one of our players mm. yeah, yeah. who's going to walk? So a slight yeah. point of order, actually, Lee. So it's just because there will be some some uh, nitpickers out there. You you said that after the Dan Thomas charge down, then we lost it because it went out to Bailey who was in touch. That Bailey's thing happened a bit a bit later than that. Not sure. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, yeah. 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 Later on. Later on. Oh, I thought you were talking about that. I think they do apologise. I missed that. 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 I Genge, the Genge. baby rhino. I mean, Pete, that that was awesome, wasn't that it? That was school boy's own schoolboy, a big semicircular arc yeah. round the back of everybody, and he get gathering momentum like a runaway train, and then he smashed right into Harry Potter, and there's some and stamped on his head as he went past. And there's someone <laughs> said on Twitter, "That's how Harry Potter got his scar on his forehead." <laughs> It was beautiful, and then a great finish from Ibitoya. You know, he, he, he cut inside. Well, it, it reminded me of an American football touchdown because he had a yeah. couple of blockers in front of him. People know. trying to, our players trying to get out of the yeah, way. Yeah. Ibitoya, exactly McGin- what I was thinking. And McGinty did that thing where he then put his hands up, and you never do that. Don't no, put your hands no, no, up yeah. because that shows that you know that you're in the way. But anyway, we got yeah. away with it, didn't we? And yeah. then we're back in the game. Back in the game, get the conversion, 26 all. They kick off back to us, build the pressure. Lee. Did you think at that point, actually, we're going to take this? Well, I did one 
Maxwell Keyes had given us the penalty and I thought well this is this is in range it's McGinty who you know I know he, he you know didn't kick the points against Sell but we're still thinking well this is a kickable opportunity I think it was two from and two wasn't it two, two from two and I mean this is AJ McGinty he's a class act and I, I still don't know what went wrong there but he'd obviously not got the connection he, he wanted to get on the ball and it was so frustrating because it was one of those as soon as he, as soon as the lever hit the ball, mm. you just knew it wasn't going to have the length, didn't you? And, yeah. and unfortunately, that was it. The, the you know the opportunity to win you know win the game at the death had gone. But um, and who knows, we might have had another opportunity to score if we hadn't had a scrum being reset for five oh, minutes. Yeah, yeah, which was ridiculous, which was, wasn't it? I mean, it's just a circumstance. They've got to sort that out. I mean, you know, blame Tigers faffing around a bit. You know, going down for doing it. Right, and then we but, were looking at the clock. We were like, "Stop the clock! Stop yeah. it!" You know, it was ridiculous. And yeah. they've got to sort that out because mm. the scrum is there to restart the game. It, as someone said, maybe you have one reset after that free kick. Yeah, just make a decision. Just somebody. Yeah, mm. it just is so get, frustrating. Just get the game fans. going because mm. it it went against us. You know, we I know we scored with Ibatoi, but we had quite a long time with mm. uh, you yeah. know with a man advantage, and we didn't. You know, when we say we had. 14 minutes we didn't really did we really? we had about 8 because of that faffing around yeah so yeah yeah. and then you know as you said Lee McGinty's kit you could just tell as soon as he struck it and it didn't actually when I again looked on the telly it didn't look as bad as it, as it, it did it, on the it, 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 it looked yeah. really it short line, yeah. didn't it yeah. um and I think you know, on the TV, it actually nearly got there, didn't it? Just went off it, to the it, side. It, it looked like one of those efforts at half time to try and hit the crossbar. <laughs> I don't know. Some big, big unit comes out on the pitch and tries mm. to kick it. It was, and he went down on one knee, didn't he? AJ? He was, he he was devastated for a yeah. long time. Yeah, and and the thing is, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get on this case about that because it's one of those things. And to be honest, from what were we 26-12 down at one point mm-hmm. as hell of a comeback in the second half and to be fair when I saw the Tigers team at the start if you would have given me a draw then I would have taken it so a three point draw as well a, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah a three point draw it, it was a very confusing sort of evening though wasn't it because all my emotions were all over the place yeah absolutely yeah and um but, I mean, there's two ways you can look at it. I mean, that's taking three points off the reigning champions of, of England, having battled back from a 14-point deficit with 20 minutes to go. Yeah. Or you can say it was, you know, uh, what, seventh game in a row that we failed to win. Uh, and if it wasn't for, um, you know, their, their terrible attempts at conversions, uh, we would have been probably... Gone, and uh, you know it was only a red. Loss. It was only a red card that kept us, us in the game. Absolutely. So you know you can you can look at it both ways. But and one one sorry to butt yeah. into one thing we've got to address again is the ill discipline, the penalties that oh, were given away, yeah. and the, and we were handling on, errors I think again. Right. And, I think at one point we were sort of ten penalties to nil. Yeah. Against, weren't yeah. we? And, and the discipline is just you can't do that, can you? We, well, the thing is, we constantly do it, and we don't want to be. You know, talking about this week after week, do we? But we have to because the same things happen every time. And the issue I've got is that, not, you know, it's, it, a few people have mentioned this this weekend, that it, the, the rhetoric has changed from learnings to now discipline costs us the game, hasn't it? And this is now the sort of message that Pat is spinning week after week. He said, like, great effort, discipline costs us the game. 
well, when are we going to get a win? And when are we going to sort the discipline out? And it's just, I think it's unacceptable. And I think going back to your point, TC, uh, we're celebrating a draw. I know against at the fifth, against a home against a fifth place side. It's not something I think is is a massive achievement. No. We looked toe to toe with them for the majority of that game. Your discipline from Sammy cost us in effect two, three tries, etc. Um, and I don't buy it really. That was there for the taking that game, and you know we've accepted a draw is actually quite good. Where one well, probably shouldn't. Yeah. Home match Saturday night under the lights. Not really good enough. Well, we can't accept it too well because it, we're bottom. We're still bottom. <laughs> after, <laughs> yeah, after that yeah, game, yeah. we are bottom. And uh, and I think we said last week, me and you, Miles, said last week that oh, no, it we was did. a must win. Oh, we did, didn't we? And I think and, and I think everyone agreed it was a must win, and we didn't win. No. <laughs> so yeah. Let, yeah. on that criteria, yeah. Yeah. it was very disappointing. Yeah. Even though you're right, <laughs> you would probably say that was not a bad result. Yeah. But yeah. it had and to I, be. And I do feel that the frustration is it is building now because yeah. I think we, we're all just getting a little bit fed up with the same rhetoric that's coming out and. You know, it, it something's not right. Something's not clicking well, in that yeah. squad, and you know, I know we all have our our kind of probably our faults on on what isn't working very well. But why can't we just get these? I mean, this season's gone. I think we can all agree, can't we? I mean, I don't well, think we're well, well, anything. I don't know. We are only seven points off fifth. When you look at it, I think yeah. 17 and 24. We're not miles off. It's just that I can't see where we're going to where get to that's, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. We have to drastically improve from this point on to, to get anything out of the season. We just don't appear to be able to put together an 80-minute game. I know we've talked about this in the past. Or even a 60-minute Yeah, We're good in patches. Yeah. And we, you, you, you use this phrase a lot, and I, I nicked it off you a few times for the post, <laughs> is that we are consistently inconsistent within games. Yeah. And... You know, the case in point was the sale game. You know, we could have won that. We didn't Gloucester, quite, we could have won. Yeah, yeah we're just yeah. not quite putting together. Uh, and it's almost as if, you know, all that we do something stupid just when we get a bit of pressure. You know, we kick it too long, we give away a penalty, or we make a bad decision, and we just can't get away with that. Mm-hmm. If we uh, and we and other teams. When we play them, I mean Leicester looked pretty solid. No, they didn't really make. They knew what they was doing. Yeah, you know they played pretty well. You know they were probably they would probably say what you Tony said. If it hadn't been for the red, they probably would have cantered home relatively easily for on I mean, Saturday. And I do think that that the paper out of cracks for me. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. not yeah, special though compared to us. No, you know we had we we went it was two well matched teams. I thought. What uh, here we go? A bit of trivia then. Mm-hmm. What um, what. Record did Leicester establish in that oh, oh, game? I know. I don't won't say, say I won't say it. I know. Hundred percent. No. First time ever in the Premiership, this feat has happened. Are you going to give us a clue? No. It could be anything. It could be any stats. <laughs> first time it's ever happened. Premiership. It's not the first time they've drawn a game. No, 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 no. Should we give them a clue? Because there might be some listeners out there thinking as well, Tony. We need mm. to give some people a clue. It's got something to do with the backs. It's the first time a club has fielded an entire back of England squad. Something like that? Yeah, great. Yes, Miles! Yay! Yay! Well, well, <laughs> First time that eight, all, all, all internationals at some point. All internationals at some point. All England internationals at some point. So yeah. let's go through. You're right. Ben Young. Ben Young. Ben Young. 
Freddie Burns. Yeah. Kelly Porter. Yeah. Ashton. Who else on the other wing? Uh, um, oh, Stewart. Who's the other one? And the other one. And the other fella. Yeah, no. All, so at all, some point, all, yeah. in, okay. all, all have been cut by England, so it's the first time they fielded a complete back line of England. Well done, Miles. I'm impressed with that. Yep. It's because he had to do his research last week. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, let's uh, let's give our player performances wow. then. Pete, I'm going to come to you for the front five. Miles, if you take the back row and the half-backs, and Lee, you take the rest of the backs. So, front five. You're all right. I mean, I, some people suggested we might be a bit lightweight against them, but I thought we we matched up pretty well, the forwards. Um, we lot, the, the scrums were pretty solid, weren't they? I mean, there was a lot of fannying around, but mm. the su- scrums, to me, looked pretty even-stevens. I mean, I know they got that one... first half as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the way they went down, though, it's like they were playing in, you know, yeah. in the wreck, wasn't it? I but mean, I, three, three inches of mud yeah, after no, time. We, I mean, you know, Genj... I mean, Genj and Cole was the big thing, but and actually, annoyingly, it didn't really... Act, didn't really no, kick off no. today. We were hoping there might be a few little fireworks. And then, yeah, I mean, Batley and Vui is quite a nice little partnership. You've got the mm. grunt of batters and uh, you've got the sort of finesse of Vui and it worked very well together. And I, I mean, our set piece was pretty good for a, for a, mm. for a change. I mean, I, I thought our front five played, played pretty well. Um, and, uh, yeah, we just, you know, unfortunately, just... Uh, didn't quite propel us to to leave. So I mean, he was yeah. Max Lee played. He played a big. He played seventy eight odd minutes, didn't he? Lee? Not quite. No. Or he, he played a bit. I mean, he was Gen- way Gen- over Gen- seventy. Genj was. Uh, Genj went seventy three minutes. Genj went seventy five. Yeah, Tyak came on, didn't he? Mm. And as as the commentator, I think it was Mick Mullin said, "Good Cornishman." And I thought uh, Tony would be loving oh, this. Tyak Cornishman, like the bloke we said that all he likes to do is scrummage. So he came on. Uh, who came on for um, Packer came on for Byrne yeah. yeah Byrne played well didn't he I think it was good mm. to see him have a good game yeah the old cement mixer he got himself around laid a bit of tarmac didn't score the first try did he no but yeah so front five I, I think fair play to them I, not no, much else I, I can say I, I, I agree with you uh, yeah. back row and half backs then Miles um <sighs> Lewis was all right. I mean, he was unfortunate. He got himself into a stupid position and gave a penalty away, didn't he? Being offside, which led to them getting points over the sticks. He and then I thought, yeah, it, it was around the park. I mean, I think we missed the muscle and uh, Bradbury, to be honest with you. And it was unfortunate we had Bradbury and um, Fitzharding both injured in the same match. But they did all right. And I thought... You know what, Lewis was okay, but it was it, it was obvious really that when Dan Thomas came on, he was just on fire. He was a lot quicker, great in the breakdown. Well, is, is Lewis ever going to complete a game? Yeah. Wow. I don't is know. Is that every time Although, he's played, he's got come off injured? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've got a horrible feeling he's going to be one of those players that the injuries are always going to yeah. be there in the background. But yeah, although to be fair, Mark, I mean, we didn't. You said we were great in the breakdown. We did. We were. Well, the I would say that was the one area. They in the second half, they did compete in the second half in the yeah. breakdown. Mm. I thought, 
they counterrupt us a couple of times. I don't blame Dan Thomas for that because we just didn't put enough forwards Not in. Not really. Yeah. So I think, and annoyingly, it's one of those annoying things. Is like scrum was great, line out was great. Oh, break that down, Whereas mm. just got to get all three firing would be. Which is why I think we should just start yeah, Dan Thomas, Thomas the whole time Lewis. over Lewis. He's the best seven we got. Yeah. And in my opinion, end of story. Yeah. Best seven in the squad. So disappointing, Dan Thomas didn't start. But, but, but you've got to say, what what is the reason there? You know, is is. It, something must have happened, I think, with him and Pat yeah. for the fact that mm. he isn't starting. Obviously, there was the whole thing with Scarlett's who we shipped off for of two course, weeks. Yeah. Speculation was then that, you know, if Scarlett's would come in and pay off his contract, potentially we would have been able to bring in another Wasp or Worcester player. Mm. And, and Willis was the rumour. Um He's, he's not been well treated by Pat, has he? I think it, we can it, all. It we feels can all like that, doesn't it? It feels like that. It, yeah. it does feel that for whatever reason, and we saw this with the likes of Madigan. We've seen it with a yeah. whole host yeah. of players. That if you're on the wrong side for whatever reason, that's it. And the mm. fact that he, Lewis started in front of him, I, yeah. I, I just 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 couldn't fathom it. No. What about the, the halfbacks, Mars? Yeah, I mean Porter played full full game, didn't he? Um, yeah, he did. How well did he play though? It's, it's great. I mean, he's kicked the tackle. One, yeah, can't say that. Yeah, that tackle. Um, but his kicks are all right. He's fast. He's pretty good at the breakdown, and he's doing well enough to stop Erin getting any minutes of a game. Um, and I don't know how Andy's going to really sort of get back in the sort of. Well, there was a bit of speculation, wasn't there? There's been a sickness bug going yeah. through oh, the club. Yes. Actually, was Urin fully fit? And actually, you, you potentially know, not. When Urin's a sub for the whole game, can you imagine how many times he's spinning, spinning that, that ball, ball around? Yeah. I mean, we were on the wrong side of the pitch to see this I game. I always thought Norris McWhirter turned But up. you're absolutely right. I mean, maybe, yeah, he was carrying a sort of slight sickness bug and he wasn't quite up for a couple of minutes at the end. You know, let's talk about Sheedy. <laughs> um, some moments of greatness. That great throw over pop to Pieter, pop over to Pieter. Brilliant timing, uh, and attempted drop goal, which was pretty well, nice we to seen see. One of those for a while. No, absolutely, which I thought was quite good. Missed it though. You missed it. Yeah, you missed it. Uh, but then a few shockers as well. Uh, a charge down, which you know uh, was so slow. I mean, he should never have attempted that. A no. few dodgy kicks and not great. And a charge down followed by conceding a penalty right yeah. in front of the post. Yeah. When it was the uh, one. That was the one when he runs back, everybody else is just yeah. not looking at him. Missed tackle. So he, he played well at half and half and uh, you know, McGinty came on and I think added a good bit of pace to the game. Um, you know, I think we should just change it around and start with start with AJ for a couple of matches. And I, I do feel AJ McGinty needs to start. Needs to start. I think yeah. he needs that confidence. Unfortunately, we've got two international fly halves, yeah. and, they, and they both not don't look confident, well. and no. they're not playing no. that well. And no. I don't know why that is. Well, who well, knows? well. Who but yeah, I think AJ does. You know, he does need to start a run of games. Mm. Um, because yeah, I suppose when 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 you come off the bench with twenty minutes, fifteen minutes to go, you're trying to prove yourself. You haven't yeah. got much time to get into the no. game. Well, that's what I was going to say because there, there was some some talk on social media, people getting on his back, and I think, well, the kid hasn't had a chance. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is he give him a run of games? And, that, and the, I mean, he was one of those players who always stood out playing against us, wasn't he? Yeah. 
and he is yeah. absolute quality yeah. and he but, needs to play but to be fair in the last couple of seasons we've made lots of people look, look <laughs> yeah. well class. that is true <laughs> that is true oh, my only fear is that we might have bought him on his way down as well that's yeah. that's another one that maybe this is just a kind of natural decline and we, we bought him the wrong side of the mountain is it? I right? don't think so Good. I'm going to stick up for him. You do that. He, do, that's why he I offers said something it. a little bit different to Callum, does he? He tries a few dummies and runs yeah. inside, which Callum doesn't. He just yeah. gets the ball and passes it out to the line, doesn't he? Um, and let's just start with that and see how he gets on. Although the interesting thing is, I would have put money on Callum banging that penalty in at the end with his newfound mm. kicking yeah, range. Yeah, OK. Mm. Swings it's around. It swings around about, so yeah. it's yeah. unfortunate. Wow. Right, Leeds. OK. Centres, wings and full-back. Right, so... It was great to have Sammy back. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it, it goes about saying the dynamis, dynamism even, yeah. that he gives us, the you know, the, the, the bulk, the carrying, as uh, Pete's just just stripping off over in the background. Yeah. Um, in the corner. So it was fantastic to have him back, but it did come with a caveat, and that was obviously the reckless challenge, mm. the yellow card, and the 21 points we, well, the 14 we can see. Whilst, mm. yeah, mm. absolutely. Um, I, I have to admit, Ibatoy, man of the match, and oh my God, how good is that kid? I mean, I, it, it, every time he gets the ball, he just does something exciting. Um, and I, I, I feel that he fully deserved man of the match as well. Yeah. Um, I thought O'Connor was, was decent. I think obviously having semi outside of you always is, is going to be a bonus, isn't it? Um, Piotr again got his try and, and did some good work. Yeah. And I want to mention Bailey as well because I think that he was unlucky on a couple of things, a couple of mistakes, but he's a young lad and I do feel that he's, he's going to be a, a massive bonus to this squad in the next couple of years to come. And yeah. He's a big old unit, and I think with with more game time, more experience, he he will shine, and I think he will he will start quite a few games for us. So I was quite pleased with the backs. I thought collectively they were. Can we go back one one week's one thing with Semi that we all the first thing we think we've seen in his whole time was he actually tried to kick it, didn't he? Do you remember mm. that? The first half? <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> terrible. I don't know like he had the wellies was, on. I don't know whether it was like he had his wellies on. <laughs> And it, it was awful, it, but it almost turned into quite a good little chip kick into space because, but then anyway, then it got kicked back to him and he didn't bother kicking again. Yeah. He? he thought, no way, but I'm just going to run. It was actually quite nice to see Semi doing something that he couldn't do mm. because everything else he normally does, he's brilliant at. So, it, you know, it was quite, well, he is human after all. Mm. Uh, okay, so uh, that was the game, um, and of course there was one one person that was conspicuous by their absence. <laughs> where where was New Grizzly? <laughs> yeah. I mean, one game and we well, he's disappeared. I think he did a hamstring when he was throwing those fake passes. I've had it. I've also had it. Two different sources. People told me who it is. Yeah, yeah. And all I'll say, and the same been, name, the yeah, same double yeah. books. He might have been. He might be doing some marking. <laughs> but then again the type of teacher he is they don't do marking those ones so maybe I don't know what he was doing but yeah he wasn't there well what's the point of having a mascot yeah. per, somewhat someone of course Brisley's real you know it's not as if there is someone inside that costume kids <laughs> no but 
somebody that looks after Brisley, shall we yeah. say, yeah. Uh, that can't make every game. Well, it's no. like it's like it's like we keep saying we haven't got a plan B on the pitch, is it? It's like we clearly <laughs> haven't got a mascot plan B. And the thing is, yeah, it's breaking the kids' hearts, isn't it? Because well, a lot yeah. of those youngsters turn up wanting to see Brisley. Yeah. They want the autograph. Yeah. They want to shake. They want a photograph. Miles, with him. Miles wandered. He was let, wandered around before the game, didn't he? Looking yeah. wispily yeah, for, yeah. For, with his autograph book. Well, absolutely. Couldn't see him. Consistently inconsistent on every level. Come on, Briz. Yeah. Get Brisley on the pitch every time. Look, last time he was there, we beat, beat the world champions. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, come on. I reckon he left his air dryer at home. Right. Okay, you're listening to Bears Beyond the Gate, a Bristol Bears podcast made by fans for fans. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Buzzsprout, and many, many more platforms. You can contact us with your comments and ideas by email at bearsbeyondthegate at gmail.com. On Twitter, we're at bearsbeyondgate. And on Facebook, you can like and follow our Bears Beyond the Gate page. Okay, the European campaign starts mm. on Friday. It's... Um, I always get a bit worried when I take the stats off the or the details off the club website because they often get kickoff times wrong. But <laughs> um, it, it's down there as a nine pm kickoff, and that probably is right because yeah. it's in France, isn't it? And they're yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. A, a, an hour ahead. Uh, Friday, the 9th of December, Perpignan versus Bristol, uh, first round of the European Challenge Cup. Lee, let me come to you first. Your thoughts on this campaign? I mean, we'll talk maybe about who might play, but uh, is this a distraction from us getting on track in the league or do you think this could be um, the thing that, that makes our season? I think that you guys are probably disagree with me here, but I think for me this season, the league campaign is, is gone. I, 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 I don't see us getting above more and more than a couple of places above where we are now, if I'm honest. If we finish off the bottom, I'll be happy. So I think this could be a good distraction for us. And, I mean, we're in it to win it, aren't we? It's a, it's a European competition, one that we've won before in a, in a not-too-distant past. And if it was me picking a side, I would go for it. I would go for it. There's no relegation in the league. You know, whatever happens there happens. And I think we, we go all guns blazing and try and win a trophy because at the end of the day, that's what our supporters want. We mm. want to win some silverware, don't we? And then Pat can come back on the show again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Miles, we already know that Genge is going to miss these European games. Yeah. Pat's come out and said, uh, because I think he's got a babber due, isn't he? Mm. Uh, and to give him a bit of a, a break Rest. after international duty. Yeah, yeah. Um, how do you think we, we approach this as far as team selection? Are you agreeing with Lee that we'll probably see our strongest 15? Or do you think the Tinker Man will come in and uh, make a few changes to give some people some game time? No, it's quite rare that we probably all agree with Lee, but I'm with him on this, t- on this occasion. I think, um, yeah, barring Genge, we... What have we got to lose? Uh, let's get this European... Two games. Well, yeah. OK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. OK, I'm sure you've done the stats and looked at the table. I don't know where Perpignan are in the league, in the French league at the moment. I thought you were um, going to say you don't know where Perpignan is oh, yeah. in France. Lovely. Lovely. No, I don't know. I know. It's south of France near the Pyrenees. It's obvious, yeah. isn't it? It's the Come Basque, on. Basque area. Absolutely. Um, going to any sort of French stadium is quite hard. They've got hardcore French supporters, which is fantastic. Um, they'll be loud. I don't know how many Bristol 
probably it's quite tricky hardcore. to get to, yeah, to be honest, Friday. a hardcore to yeah, go hardcore, down on a Friday yeah. night. But no, we've got to go big uh, and go strong. Um, without games, take everyone else who is fit. Uh, I'm afraid we can't just save them for the next Premiership game. That's just not where we should be at the moment. Lee's right. The season's gone. Uh, and we need a bit of pride restored to Bristol Rugby. And that's probably. And, and to be fair, all that effort that has gone into the away shirt design mm. <laughs> needs more, more than European, just one. European, European shirt. European, European shirt. The European shirt, that deserves a couple of knockout stages. That, oh, can't we? so. We've got to get for at least two knockout rounds to justify that so design. So, <laughs> so, just for the shirt itself, we should be going big. I agree. And we were talking about fly halves. Do you think this is an opportunity now for um, McGinty to have a couple of yeah. first starts and yeah. uh, you know get him get him playing? I think so. I think he'll be knocking on Pat's door saying, "I want to start. Yeah, I want to start. I want to play, and I want to I want to be I want to be playing against Harlequins as well. Mm. That's what he, that's, he's a he's a big he's a big time player. Mm. I mean, do you give anyone a rest? I mean, Callum's been there or thereabouts in every yeah. single game and at that yeah. uh, Cardiff game we were quite surprised by how well Williams stepped in didn't we when he's on the unavailable list the oh yeah. of course he no, is I, I, think, I don't <laughs> think it wouldn't be a, put it this way it wouldn't be a surprise to see Callum rested McGinty starting these two games yeah, yeah. and um, I was going to come on to it later but I'll, I'll, I'll speak about it now do you think we'll see Elliot Stookey Stookey and he is yeah. available yeah. isn't he for these games yeah. so, I hope so I, I, Stookey he, uh, he's, he, to me he's got Batley written all over him as well I think we, he's another Batley I, I heard he was on co-coms a few months back with I think with David Flatman on one of the PRTV ones I watched it might have been the Wasps game actually yeah. Yeah, he would have been on that one. Yeah, before. of course. And he was he was hilarious. He was really good. I, he was funny, and he's he's a bit naughty as well, Stooky, isn't he? He's had his he's had his ups yeah, and downs. Yeah. But I like that. I think he's got a bit of fire in his belly. I think he's exactly what we need yeah, in the second I think round. It, yeah. Mm. And then yeah, I mean, Phil, he can then go six, can yeah, he? Yeah. Yeah. Get him in there. Get Stooky in. What's the, mm, you know, yeah. I mean, it depends on what injuries like. But yeah, we know Joyce is out for a while. Don't know about Holmes, do we? But. You know, maybe give uh, Batley's had quite a lot. Batley's had quite a lot of game, game time. time. He's he's a lot of game time. Yeah. Stu coming in does make me worry that Joe Joyce's injury is much worse than what we feared to yeah. to begin with, though. Well, I, I think so because the, the you kind of get the the dosh, don't you? If they're going to be out for yeah. fourteen something weeks, like is it something yeah. like that? Really? So one of them has picked up, a, yeah. a, you know, a big injury. Big and I yeah. do really worry, have we seen the last of Joe Joyce yeah. in a Bristol Bear shirt? Yeah. Which would be a, a huge shame, wouldn't it? Yeah, but uh, would. let's hope that isn't the case. Um, I won't, because we don't quite know how the, 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 you know, everyone's saying they think it's mm-hmm. going to, I think Pat will shuffle things a little bit more, actually. I think he will bring a few players in and mm-hmm. use this as an opportunity. I think we'll have a strong team, but I don't necessarily see it uh, pretty much the, the team that started at Leicester. No. Just quickly, won't do score predictions, but win, lose or draw? <coughs> uh, <coughs> I, 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 to, France away nine o'clock on a Friday doesn't sound that appealing I've got to say so I would my in, my head is saying we, we may not win that one okay Miles yeah I think you're right I think we then follow it by Zebra at home don't we which is probably a bit more winnable um, I'm going to actually might go for a draw to be honest with you two mm. draws in a row what's the odds on that I don't know, I don't know. Lee 
I have to agree with Pete. I think it's going to be a tough old gig down there, whatever side we put over there. And um, I think we lose, but we only lose narrowly. Yeah, yeah. And I think I, I'm probably going to go for a, a la- narrow loss as well. Just the, the, the way form is. We're a happy bunch, aren't we? We are. We're really, <laughs> really positive, aren't we? Um, but the good news in the club is, uh, is the women's team. Oh. And... Uh, Miles, uh, uh, a, a massive win on Saturday. I, now, it was against Sharks, who, yeah. have, who have been a little bit of the whipping... Um, I was going to say whipping boys, but that's not right, is it? Whipping girls, is that such that's, a phrase? Uh, whipping ladies. Yeah. You, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's skip that bit. Yeah. Right, okay. Now, now they've, they've not had the best of seasons the last couple of seasons, no, the Sharks, absolutely. but even so, 84-12, Miles. Was it 84 <laughs> I mean that's uh, that's, that's quite, quite impressive. impressive. So that you know, our first game of the season was in effect about sixty-two-three or something at home. We then um, sort of brought down. Well, let me say we. The, the women were brought a bit down to earth by a, a loss away, weren't they? Against, but then a, one of the better sides, Hartbury, lost to Hartbury. Uh, they found their way back to Bristol, thankfully. Um, yeah, and that's great. So you know, another massive win. Um, for the you, girls, and you can only that. you can only beat what's in front of you as well. Yeah, yeah. precisely. At the end of the day, and now we we were winning, you know, eighty points to twelve or whatever, yeah. eight four twelve. Well, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. r- rather than losing eighty four twelve. So yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, point you know, points in the plus versus points against. So, I mean, that is huge yeah. now, isn't it? And I if it's tight at the end of the season, we all know really it's going to build up to. To a, a climax at the end, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, that, that's yeah. when it'll come down to the, the the business end, so to speak. And mm, yeah. you know, and I and I think we've got every chance of being in there at the finish. And fair play to those hardy souls that are dual season ticket holders. Yeah, we yeah. Uh, we were drinking with some of them in the uh, in the Rising Sun. Eleven thirty kick off at Shaftesbury Park, and mm-hmm. they were still there, gone midnight after the uh, the men's game. So. Uh, Full that's, respect for that. That's proper support, isn't it? That, that's hardcore, isn't it? Um, okay, other news then. Um, this week we found out, uh, Miles, that we're going to get an extra game for the season. Uh, it's Friday the 3rd of February, an extra Premiership Rugby Cup game against Sale. So we'll play Sale. I think it's going to be a 7.45 kickoff uh, Premiership Rugby Cup. It's the Friday before, I think, a full weekend of Six Nations Internationals. Right. Your thoughts on this fixture and the fact that uh, the New Year's Day game against Wasps in the league, which probably would have been 20,000-plus uh, excitement, is now this this cup game on a Friday night in February. So maybe I've missed this. Are you saying this is a sort of direct replacement for season ticket holders, is I, it? Well, yeah. well, no, well, he just said, though, he said... It was in the description a little bit ambiguous again. This will be loaded onto season cards. That was it. Okay, fine. It it did allude to Wasps as the Wasps game. Now, whether this is the only one or only thing... You've got to be careful. You've got to be careful. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Certainly, as you read it, it looked like it was a replacement for the Wasps. As a tip bit, Miles, are you happy with that? No, I'm not going (laughs) to... Am I going to bother going? Probably not. I think we can't progress any further in the Premiership Cup, can we? And Sale have already qualified. Yeah. yeah. So what are we going to be doing? Putting out uh, an academy team just to get a bit of a run Should out. Go there for research purposes, we, Yeah, well, I absolutely see who's coming through in the ranks. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Likewise, Sale are not going to put the best team out, are they? Um, so you could find out it's a fairly even Stevens, academy Sale versus academy Bristol. 
Am I interested in going? Probably not. I'm probably doing my nails that it's, evening. It's underwhelming, isn't it? It's very it's underwhelming, and you yeah. know, um, it just cost me, it just cost me like thirty quid in beers. So I'll probably just sit at home in the warm and just settle myself for the six stations. Quid. Was that cheap? You didn't give more. Have you ever spent thirty quid? On no, you're right. That's two, <laughs> two rounds of beer. That's never happened. <laughs> I'm a little bit underwhelmed, and. If I'm doing nothing on that evening, like you boys, yeah. if it's on our season card, we may totter down to the gate, but uh, yeah, it's not even in the diary. I do, do wonder, we talked about this a few episodes ago, whether the club should be more imaginative when mm. it comes to refunding the, the Wasps game. Because yeah. for me, they're probably going to have three or 4,000 down there, of yeah. which there'll be season ticket holders that won't pay to get in. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to staff the bars, the security, yeah. put all the match day... I think they'll lose money on this fixture. Yeah. And I just don't know whether it would have been better to say, you know, here's a credit for the shop. You would have probably gone and spent even a bit more, more money. Yeah. Yeah. And then the hardcore fans that will watch every game will have coughed up 20 quid to go and see, see this game. Yeah. So I can't see they're going to take virtually no gate receipts mm-hmm. and they're going to have to put on the fixture. Yeah. I, I just think they're going to lose money. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I totally agree. I mean, it divided a bit of opinion, didn't it? I mean... I think we were broadly tongue-in-cheek critical. We did get a few bit of feedback that people were saying, well, you know, at least we've it's got a club. better than nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's like we've got a club because we've got 10,000 people that have bought season mm-hmm. tickets. And we've got, we know we've got a club because we didn't take out a ridiculous loan at a massive interest rate. Mm. Or we didn't, you know, sell our stake to a couple of wide boys. And, you know, whilst it's terrible what happened to Worcester and Wasps, we're not anywhere like that, unless obviously Steve Lansdowne leaves. <laughs> but the point is, it, it, I don't see that as an argument. I see that as no. a. It, 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 my, Tony's right. There had to be something to, to doff. You know, they took our money a long time ago, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's all been put somewhere and yeah. probably made interest. And I just think it has to be a, a little bit more imaginative. But of course, we are grateful. No, we absolutely that we do have a club, and I, I buy that. But I don't see that. I see those as two separate things. No, absolutely. Yeah. And actually, if you want to keep a club, you need to keep as many of those ten thousand season mm-hmm. ticket holders renewing next year. Yeah. And if if these little things start to build up, uh, you know, will will we get ten thousand next year? And having said that, did you notice the attendance on Friday? Mm-hmm. Now I know it was late on a Saturday. It's World Cup time as well, but really. It, 16,000 to play Leicester who were one of the best supported teams in the country and they must have had a thousand fans in the stadium yeah. um, and I'm glad you mentioned that team because I don't know I don't know what you guys felt but I, I really felt it was subdued before kickoff, and you know I, it, it's very rare because most times we go down there and, and the crowd are all you know buoyed from the kickoff. I just felt that it was it was it was almost like a very subdued just, atmosphere it, it, before the it game. It was odd. North Street was fairly quiet, wasn't it? Mm. And it's odd, isn't it? Like a Friday night you feel would have been buzzing, wouldn't it? And it's something it's just odd. A little change to a Saturday night late game. Mm. Uh, the atmosphere was just quiet, wasn't it? Very subdued. Yeah. Just one night difference. I mean Pete was subdued, but that was <laughs> been on a bender since. Well hang on a minute. He, he, was well. he had verbal diarrhea, Actually, I didn't he? Loud. I, 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 in hindsight I think I was a bit too loud. 
Well, your vo- voice sounds a bit croaky. It's I still think a bit croaky. Regular I listeners will, yeah. will, will pick that up in your dulcet right, tones. And it, there was like, a lot of toing and froing in the seats as well, boys. Uh, oh, we were up and down on the. On the I mean, we, 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 were, ne- we were like, next year, we're like, we just need to move seats, boys. This is getting ridiculous, isn't it? The amount of people, <laughs> weak bladders on our, on our row in the Dolwyn. Oh, inexcusable. Right, well, okay, one final thing, because we, we, we've, we've met uh, about an hour and a half earlier because we're 15 minutes away from England versus Senegal. Yeah, so, boys, hell. we need to wrap this up okay, quickly. Wrap it. But, Lee, I don't know about you, I was a bit disappointed last week that, you know, the, the great rugby statesman that is Doddy yes. Weir didn't get a mention on Bears Beyond the Gate. Yeah, yeah, it's, it was totally <laughs> unacceptable, to use Mars's word. And, uh, I mean, I think... You know, we do. It, oh, we could say about the, you know, the, um, the minutes clapping. Mm. It, I mean, that was awful timing at the ground, wasn't it? On yeah. you know, it's yesterday. Conversion, it was, yeah. yeah, it was shocking. But it was something we we all talked about, and mm. it was a massive faux pas by by the boys. Yeah, well, I have yeah. to admit, they let the side down there. But Donny Weir was an absolute legend, wasn't he? For what he did on the pitch and off the pitch. On and off the pitch. What a wonderful man, what a wonderful representative of this rugby union that we all all love. Yeah, and I always remember when he came onto that pitch at Murrayfield and uh, with his his children and that immaculate suit, it was fantastic, wasn't it? Um, And I think they were playing the All Blacks, weren't they? Mm. And he will be a massive, massive loss to the, to the well, rugby community. I mean, it's, it's nice, isn't it, that we all four of us are together to be able to uh, honour mm. his memory. I mean, just two of <laughs> us stop, doing stop, it. It wouldn't have been the same, would it? Uh, no, I mean, what, what, no, what a great man. And again, I, I wasn't aware they were going to do that at the club. On no, no. Was, was it to coincide with his number? It was his number five. Yeah. Yeah. But, but surely you should have alerted fans that that was going to mm. happen or do it up front before the game starts because mm. you say... You know, it then coincided with the the try, didn't it? And yeah, then, and the uh, conversion from Sheen. Um, then we missed the conversion. But anyway, Doddy Weir, uh, rest in peace. Uh, well, that's it for this show because we need to get in front of a TV somewhere to watch England play. Yeah, but if you like what you've heard, please subscribe and leave a review or rating for us on your podcast platform. We'll be back next week with our thoughts on the Perpignan game and we'll look ahead to the home game against Zebra. Until then, goodbye, stay warm and come on, Briz. Come on, Briz.